Welcome to the Rare Disorder Podcast. I'm your host, Shivani, and this is the 15th episode of my Meet a Fighter series, so let's dive right into it. Today, I'm going to be addressing the rare condition, urea cycle disorder. It is a genetic condition that results in a deficiency of one of the six enzymes in the urea cycle. These enzymes are the ones responsible for, for removing ammonia from the bloodstream. So, how rare is this condition? It is usually diagnosed at birth and one in about 30,000 newborns have it. It is an inherited disease that affects how the body removes the waste that is made from breaking down protein. What are the symptoms of it? Some symptoms include a person disliking meat or other foods rich in protein, vomiting, nausea, mental confusion or hyperactive behavior, a person being tired often, finding it hard to stay awake, and finally, coma. Now, let's talk about the cause of urea cycle disorder. These disorders are genetic, and the cause is a missing enzyme. The possible enzymes that could be missing include OTC, ASD, AG, ALD, CPS, and NAGS. So, how is it diagnosed? Diagnosis is made by analysis of the urine and blood for abnormal metabolites or a substance produced by metabolism. The doctor also looks for high ammonia levels. To further confirm the diagnosis, a liver biopsy can be done to see the levels of enzyme activity. Genetic tests, MRIs, and CT scans are also involved in the further diagnosis process. So what are some related signs? Some related signs include hyperventilation, hypoventilation, hypothermia, seizures, and neurological posturing. Are there any treatment and therapy options available? Yes, there is. Some of these include a low protein and high calorie diet, medications, amino acid supplements, and in some cases, transplantation. Now, I'm so excited to welcome Lindsay, who is a fighter of urea cycle disorder. I'm so excited to have you on my podcast today. To start, I was wondering if you could talk about an average day in your life with this rare condition. Uh, So mostly an average day in my life is full of medicine, supplements, and water, calorie and protein and activity tracking. Planning is a big part of my life. I work full-time as a dietitian in geriatric health care. I like to hike with my dog, Elvis, and I'm roller skating again in my free time. Um, as I'm often low on energy, I like to read and write, and I love anything Disney or true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, and mostly I've just been exper- uh, kind of exploring my new uh, state, Florida. I moved here about a year ago. That's really what an average day in my life looks like right now. Oh, really? I'm right next door in Georgia. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Georgia is a beautiful state. Uh-huh. Yeah, the weather's really great down here, too. All right, and then is there anything you feel that other people should know about your disorder? Like anything like common misconceptions or anything like that? Mostly what I would like to educate people on is that urea cycle disorder is a completely invisible and extremely fragile disorder. In most patients, it typically has no visual cues that the patient has the illness. And it could go from having a completely normal day and feeling great to needing medical attention and at risk for a coma in less than 10 minutes. 
So mm-hmm. that would be my biggest thing that I would want to tell people. All right. And then how are you coping with it? Coping with my diagnosis has been a journey of acceptance. Honestly, I fought the illness for a while and I kept myself in poor condition due to it. Once I stopped pretending like my diagnosis didn't exist, I found a great peace in my life. Um, Since then, I mostly cope by trying to be the best patient that I can be and what I call tightening my screws, or my loose screws rather, which basically means I try to locate areas of my illness that I can manage better to keep me at peak health as long as possible so that I can like achieve my dreams and goals. Um, And mostly that keeps me very busy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. And then have you ever encountered a major struggle with your condition and how were you able to overcome it? Oh, wow. Um, so the biggest struggle I think I've encountered was gaining my freedom back after the diagnosis. And I think most people with a rare or chronic diagnosis can understand what that means. For me, it involved the transition from childhood to adulthood with a diagnosis Um, I've been lucky enough to oversee my care from the teenage years to now, and that's provided me a lot of success in some areas of my life, Uh, especially in, like, achieving some of the goals, um, like being able to have some of that independence and freedom to have a job. Um, At this point, I've overcome all the limitations that doctors said I would have developmentally and neurologically, thankfully, and I've outlived the age that doctors told me I would live. Um, all of these things that I feel like are really have allowed me to overcome the normal expectation of what life as a UCD patient was like. I graduated college, I work full time. And so for me, I think the biggest part was gaining that, that freedom back initially and the giving myself permission to live my life. Mm -hmm. All right. And then um, if any, I were wonder. I was wondering if you take any initiative to raise awareness for UCD in particular, or even just rare conditions overall. Um, yes, mostly I, I raise awareness for urea cycle disorder mostly just by interacting and educating people in my daily life, um, coworkers, family, friends, um, educating the people around you on how to understand a diagnosis, its needs the priorities of a patient and how to be like a true pal to somebody who needs, you know, extra spoons, if you will, or extra support, I believe is really like the small change that we can make as patients to the society is just helping other people understand. Um, I also use social media to document things like my daily, you know, struggles, daily pickle cravings, which are a common thing for Mm -hmm. urea cycle disorder patients and my struggles with low protein diet and I like to share any resources that I find with the urea cycle disorder community that I am very proud to be a part of there mm-hmm. on social media. <laughs> so you mentioned that you have a specific diet. Could you like elaborate more on that if you're comfortable? Sure, absolutely. So urea cycle disorder is managed with a low protein diet for almost all, actually I believe all of the urea cycle disorders, there are six different forms um, of it. Um, and I could be even misinformed on if there's more now there they have found a couple new ones recently so i think there might be more now um excuse me so they're all um, managed with a low protein diet uh the amount of protein that you're allowed is dependent on which uh your cycle disorder you have and just you as a patient some patients tolerate more higher levels of of um protein than others do um 
So for me, my diet is I'm allowed 40 grams of protein a day, which is typical for a woman my height and, and weight. So I actually am not really on restriction. I have seen some young patients who are allowed as low as six grams of protein a day or you know, I have a friend who is my same age. Uh, she is allowed 33 grams of protein a day, so it's slightly less than an average woman her height and age. <clears throat> so it varies for everybody. The reason that we don't, we are on a low-protein diet is because the urea cycle disorder essentially is that we do not break down protein properly. We're missing an enzyme that, re- that is required in the breakdown of protein in our bodies and it builds up as a toxin in our bodies due to the lack of that enzyme Mm -hmm. all right um all right so and then um I was wondering if there were any resources you would like to share that you have come across to help other people with UCD as well like any websites any um social media platforms support groups just anything like that oh sure so um Definitely NORD, or the National Organization of Rare Disorders. You can find them at www.raredisease.org. And then there's a great website for uh, educational resources and resources for new patients, um, cookbooks, tracker logs, things like that on Mm -hmm. www.ucdncommon.com. And there are two main foundations that we have. One is the National Urea Cycle Disorder Foundation, and you can find them at www.nucdf.com, or I'm sorry, .org. And the Connecting Families with Urea Cycle Disorder Foundation, and you can find them at www.ucdfamily.org. That's pretty much all the ones I know. All right, perfect. And then... Just to kind of close out now, I was wondering if there was anything else you would like to share today with my podcast listeners. It can be anything, like anything general, um, even something specific, just anything you would like to share. I think thank you all for listening and being interested in what urea cycle disorder is and what we contribute to the like rare disease community because we're a pretty small group. Mm-hmm. All right, so I would just like to thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining me today and sharing your story and really helping me um, spread awareness and advocate for rare diseases. So just thank you for joining me today.